Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Navigating Life Abroad podcast. I am your host, Ashley Liliana. As we know, life does not stop when you move or live abroad. This podcast is a space where we can come together to share our advice, experiences, and stories as we navigate life abroad. In this episode, we are chatting with one of my best friends, travel buddy, and my roommate in Chile, Tiffany. Our conversation covers life abroad in Dublin, how living in Chile prepared her for Dublin, and making friends abroad. She also gives some words of encouragement to those on the fence about moving abroad. This episode was filmed two months after she moved to Dublin to get her master's in international business. Since then, she has now finished her program. Let's get into the episode. Hey everybody, so today in our series, Navigating Life Abroad, I'm here with my one of my best friends, Tiffany. We were roommates um, in Santiago de Chile. We were both living and working there as ESL teachers. And now she is living in Dublin, Ireland. Very exciting. So exciting. Yeah. So Tiffany, if you could just tell a little bit of what you're doing here, right? I know your program, you know, how was the preparation leading up to leaving your home in Arkansas? Oh, just lay it all on you? Yeah, go ahead. I'm studying international business. I'm getting my master's at UCD Smurfit, which is a business school for University College Dublin. I didn't do that much to prepare. <laughs> I had to apply to UCD. I got accepted really quickly, which was weird. I thought I did something. I applied to something that wasn't real. <laughs> I was like, it was like within a week, and I was like, okay, cool, cool. And then, yeah, I didn't need a visa, so I didn't do a visa process or anything like that. So how did Ireland manifest this stuff? Like, how did that come to be? Um, you sent me something. <laughs> you did. Uh, you sent me something for like uh, applying for scholarships or some like scholarship thing. Oh yeah. Oh wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about two since I didn't get it. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, you sent me something, I don't remember what it was for, but it's like, if you, you'd like, I think it was maybe an essay? Yeah. Some type of essay, or storyboard, like or something, yeah. yeah, or something, or why you want to go to Ireland, and then they, like, had some partnership with some schools in Ireland, that if you got it, they'd cover your tuition, which is all, which is all you really pay, I, as for me, I just, I paid, I have tuition, like, your fees, and then just like a couple extra fees, but mm-hmm. other than that, like you know, in the US, there are all those extra, extra things. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you sent me something, and I like had started my applications for the school. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, and then they because uh, you had to apl- you had to uh, send in your application. Yeah, for the scholarship. Yeah, but you didn't have to apply to the schools yet because our application deadlines I think were like end of January or mm-hmm. February or something, and this was like December, November. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, January came around, and I was like, I should finish those. <laughs> so I finished them, I submitted them, and I got accepted. But yeah, it was you. How was your mindset leading up to leaving? It was a mix, because, honestly, Ireland has never been, like, one of my top places, because I like going, like, in my head, I have an idea of going to another country to, like, mm-hmm. learn a language and, like, speak a different language. And this one's in English. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have Irish which technically they have two national languages, Irish and English. So I was kind of mixed feelings about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely glad I'm doing a master's in English. <laughs> I think we still are doing one in another language. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> no, you got it. But, um, so it's like mixed. Before we lived abroad in Chile, that was also scary, but we're going with a program, kind yeah. of. Like, we're going to meet other people doing the exact same things yeah. as us. So, like, we've all met instantly because we all stay in the hostel mm-hmm. but here it didn't hit me until like I think like a week before and I was like 
I'm going completely alone. Yeah. Like, I don't know one there, nobody, like, nothing. And it's just like, oh gosh, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm going to go get back to school. I've been out of school for like, what, five years? Mm -hmm. Four years? Okay. Four years. So I was like, what am I doing? So I was, I think I was really, I was excited, but also really anxious and a little stressed. Overall, I'm more excited because I just really love traveling. I yeah. wanted to go live abroad somewhere. Do you think that Chile prepared you in any way to move to Ireland? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Living in Chile was, way, like, I think way more difficult. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously the language, but, like, it's... I wouldn't say... Like, Chile's not difficult, mm -hmm. but there... I, I encountered more cultural differences and more... Okay. It was just completely new experience. Like, yeah. just everything was new. Right. Obviously, I didn't grow up in the city. So, like, being in Santiago is, like, it's a city. Mm -hmm. I don't use public transportation where I live. Right. We, we only drive our cars because, like, everything's so far away. Mm -hmm. Public transportation doesn't really make sense. And then in Santiago, I had to use public transportation all the time. <laughs> like, that was it. Only way to get around. And I was in a really big city. It was very loud. So it was just all brand new to me. Right. But I loved it. 100% mm -hmm. <laughs> loved it. Yeah, so coming here, like, I don't notice that many... Big differences it's more like smaller subtle things the way people speak like different words they use or different things like in the US were more direct I feel like Chile like prepared me for a lot in life yeah <laughs> yeah cuz it's just so different it's very different like it was and we experienced so much while we were there for sure that now it feels like everything else is just like yeah, yeah. this is a new experience it's different big changes but like yeah I know that and like I speak the language so mm -hmm. I don't encounter as much stress when I'm going to just That's true, yeah. pay money for something. I'm like, I'm sorry, what was the number? And I like, keep asking. I'm like, is this good? <laughs> when somebody's speaking Spanish, like you mm -hmm. can understand them, but then sometimes they say it so quickly or they have a different accent. I'm like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, can I see? Like, can I see the number on the little scan thing or whatever? But yeah, no, I feel like she didn't prepare me for so much. It didn't prepare me for school though. <laughs> Knowing like how school is and like your program and stuff now, would you have done anything to prepare before starting school? I mean, you did take some classes and stuff. I know there weren't business classes, but would you have done anything a little bit different to prepare? I, I guess for those who like take time between, you know, undergrad and their master's program. Yeah, I feel like it really depends. Like I took, t like between my undergrad and my master's, I did a bunch of traveling mm -hmm. and like I worked. But my work wasn't specifically what you would say business, right. like as in professional work. Like I taught English to Chile and then managed some coffee shops, mm -hmm. like, I don't know. But so I think most of the time, a lot of people, what they do is they, after they graduate from undergrad, they go get a job and get some work experience and then they go get their master's. I mean, I just did loads of traveling. It's <laughs> still good. Yes, yeah, so I support 100%. Like, kudos to you. Or me, whatever. Mm -hmm. But no, I wish that I would have started getting myself more in a business mindset because mm -hmm. it's been taking me some time to like remember the vocabulary or how to do things. That I did do all in undergrad because my undergrads in business, but like or like keeping up to date with what's going on currently in the world of sure. business or like abroad, especially because I'm doing international business. Mm -hmm. I should have been more diligent <laughs> <laughs> on like knowing like the like different things. So when did you get to Ireland? I got to Ireland like mid to early August. Okay, so you've been here for two months, two and a half months? Uh, yes, right? I, I've been here over two months, yeah. Over two months. So what were the first couple of days like for you when you just landed, got to your Airbnb? What was that like? That's a great question. That feels so long ago. <laughs> yeah, I was staying in a 
a student living accommodation. Okay. Like, so I think in the summers, don't quote me, I don't know for sure if this is how it works or if it's just like this, just this year. Mm -hmm. But like, so there's loads of student accommodations around Dublin. I think in the summers they rent them out like Airbnbs. Okay. So that way it's still being used, like making money. And so I was staying in one of those until for like, I think around a week and a half or something. Mm -hmm. Super cheap. If you can do it in the summer, do it. But I did that and because I had to come find housing, because you can't do it ahead of time. Okay. Like, that's not, like, the only, out of everyone I've met, which I've met loads of people, mm -hmm. the only people that found housing ahead of time were those that did book student accommodations, okay. which personally were too expensive for me. I, was, I did not want to spend that money. And then those that found people already living here. Mm -hmm. And then, I guess, either video chatted them or knew somebody that knew them. Okay. And then got it that way. Otherwise, people didn't have housing. And so whenever I got here, I spent like the first three weeks really dedicating all my time to finding somewhere to live. <laughs> like it was really difficult. It took loads of time because like you'll email these, you'll, like you'll use all the sites that they have here. You'll email like, I think I saw, sent like a, like 100 to 200 emails within the span. Like every morning I'm like, oh, come on, come on. <laughs> Just like going at it. Um, right, I did that. That was my number one priority. But also during those t that time, like I met lots of people. I met lots of people for my program. It was it was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun, minus the part where I really had to like, all right, I really don't have housing. I have orientation the next week. I was like, I have to figure out something to do. Yeah. But luckily, my roommate flew in um, the second week I was here. So at the end of the second week, so I was here two weeks searching. No success. And then she came, and then it was easier having the both of us here. For sure. Really harassing all the landlords <laughs> and everything, and then our third roommate as well. You were really diligent and organized because I remember you, oh, yeah. showed, you sent me like the Excel or a picture of the Excel. Yes, which is like a really good tip to do. Honestly, like we didn't do that really in Chile. No, but it was easier. Yeah, I, I don't even. I think I in Chile maybe went five places. Yeah, it wasn't. And it was so easy to be like, ah, this one's option. Like have options. Yeah. Here I'm like, just email me back. Just one person. Just let me have a viewing. Did you find it difficult as a student or being like just I guess international, not being from Ireland? Yeah, or both those things are not in your favor. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a lot of, it all is about the email you sent mm. and how you word it. Because I had probably like 10 variations to my email. Okay. But I met um, one of my friends here, had a friend that was Irish, and he wrote me an email. Okay. He wrote the email for me. And obviously I adjusted it to sound like a little more like me, but uh -huh. like, he, like. Is it different? Like the way, right? Sort of, as in like, don't emphasize, like, don't really talk about being international. Mm -hmm. Um. And don't really mention, like you can mention your student, obviously your student, because like, they want work references and you don't have those. So, because you don't, you, you, don't, you don't have a job. You literally came here for school. I mean, you can get a job if you're from the U.S. and work part-time, like 15 to 20 hours after you go to your INIS appointments and get the same Melissa. But um, they, a lot of them don't want to write to students because they've had so many bad experiences. Right. They really hate students. Like sometimes I'll email back saying, uh, yeah, sorry, we don't write to students. I'm like, really nice though. <laughs> they promise I won't trash your house. But yeah, that was a problem. I don't think the international one was, I don't think it's as, I don't, it didn't, it, I never encountered an issue, but mm -hmm. also I didn't get emailed back. <laughs> so I don't know if it's an issue or not, but I think the student part was the most, like the biggest issue. So 
two months you've been here so far, have you felt at any point any like loneliness or question your decision to move to Ireland? Only when I couldn't find a place to live. <laughs> that was so stressful. I like was spending like I was socializing and also like during the day searching mm-hmm. and like going and socializing and hanging out with people and trying to kind of touristic things. Yeah. But then as I got closer, as like and closer, I was like, oh my gosh! And I had to keep renewing my hotel because I was in a I was in extending a, like yeah I was in a hostel, and then I had to go to a hotel because. Airbnbs were there weren't that many, yeah, and they they were also expensive and they weren't like close at all. So I just stayed in a hotel. I was like, I can't keep up spending this much money. That that was the only time I really questioned. I was like, What are you doing? It's like, why? Like, why? Why did you call me? Or you should have like looked mm-hmm. into the rental market and be like, Oh, that place is really difficult to yeah. find somewhere to live. Other than that, no, not really. Um, I mean, sometimes when I'm looking at business stuff, I'm like. Why? Why did you do this to yourself again? But no. For the most part, I'm really content with my decision. But culture-wise, not really. Mm. Nothing that I'm like, oh, mm. wow. Or like, oh, that's so annoying. Or, no, I don't think so. I mean, they drive. Oh, they drive on the other side of the road. Yeah. That's the That's what gonna... trips me up a bit. Because my roommate, uh, she's from Ireland. Mm-hmm. I, have four, I have three roommates. There's four of us. One's from the US, one's from Italy, one's from Ireland. And she drives. Trips me up. I go to the wrong side of the car every <laughs> single time. Um, still go to the wrong side. That trips me up a bit. I'm worried about driving because yeah. I'm like, will I forget? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. But I think the driving is the biggest like reminder. Ah, this is not the U.S. Yeah. Not even Chile. Like, no. Mm. <laughs> yeah, another thing. It's not really big, but the transportation's a bit different in terms of city. Like from New York City, even Chile. And then here, like, the transportation is a little bit different. Like, the bus is there, but I know you guys have, like, a, tr- a metro or a train, but it's, like, above ground only, which to me just kind of looks like a trolley. <laughs> That's yeah, nice and sort of the lowest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Santiago's, at least the metro system, mm-hmm. so much faster. Yeah, faster. You go from, like, a far distance away mm-hmm. very quickly. Okay, yeah. It takes a while. It does. Here. Um, like we have, I haven't experienced the train at all, so I don't even know how to use that, but the dart, which is only along the coast, Mm -hmm. really, which is decent, because I live in Dudley, which is in Dublin, but it's in South Dublin, it's in Dublin County, um, it goes along the coast, which is nice, because it goes up to center, Mm -hmm. but I live in in Dudley, but not like in, like near Dunleary City, right, the center. center, I guess is what you'd call it, but... So it takes me a bus ride to get there, and then I have to go to the Dart. Mm-hmm. And it's just a journey. And then there's a Lewis, but it's only in city center. And it goes to some parts outside of city center. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go to me, though. <laughs> and, yeah. And then there's buses, and the buses take the longest long routes time. everywhere. Yeah, and the thing about the Lewis is it's in the city. Like, it's in the city, and mm-hmm. it is on, on above ground. Yeah. So it has to, like, it's going right next to cars and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But overall, it feels like a very safe city. I don't really feel nervous like walking with my phone. In New York, I sometimes feel nervous walking around with yeah. my phone in my hand here. I don't feel that nervous nope. about it. Like, it's, it feels pretty safe. Yeah, I don't think I've had any... I don't think I've had any um, encounters or instances where I felt unsafe. Just drunk people. Yeah, <laughs> drunk or, like... I mean, there are some homeless people, but... I feel like... 
I have, every time I talk about Santiago and Chile, I could probably go on and on mm -hmm. about the different, like, experiences I witnessed or all, like, our friends witnessed. Mm -hmm. um, did you get any cultural preparation from your program before arriving? Yes. Yeah. We did. I don't really remember all that much because I was over the summer, so that was a while ago. But we had a North American rep who contacted everyone that was from the U.S. or Mexico or Canada that would, I guess, make, help us through the process, mm -hmm. answer any of our questions. And I want to say that we had a web call, a webinar or okay. something, like, that we could ask questions, whatever, but they went over housing, like, had to find housing, like, the website, so what areas they recommend. Um, they talked about the weather, which is wild. Oof. The weather is so wild. Um, they talked about... Talked about... What else they talked about? They talked about housing, talked about weather. Um, what are other important things that you would need to be aware of? Sometimes people talk about currency or like anything about COVID related, maybe. That's a good new thing. Oh, now. that was a big thing. They did talk about that. Um, talked about that a lot. They talked about, they offered a, a packing list. But yeah, I'm trying to think of what cultural, like if they prepared culture wise, they like prepared like. That like um, more like logistical things, I guess. Yeah, it's like like it's more like preparation for mm -hmm. your move. Right. But culture wise, I don't actually. I don't. I don't think so. No. I don't recall that much. And maybe it's because they mm -hmm. assumes like, because or maybe he was just a rep for Canada and the U.S. Okay. Maybe I don't know. I assume North America, but maybe they just assume because we all are English speaking. Right. But it's not the same. Is there anything that you think that should be emphasized, maybe, like, in that or anyone who is moving to Dublin or to Ireland, that whether it's working or going to school, like, that should be emphasized in terms of even preparation or cultural preparation? Preparation? Um, I think this was easier for me. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't that difficult just to... I mean, it's always difficult after you've been somewhere for, like, I was, I was home mm -hmm. in Arkansas for, like, I think a year and a half, maybe? Yeah. It's weird. That's what you think about <laughs> But it's easier for me to just pack up my stuff and go. Yeah. Because I've done it. Right. And, yeah. But I don't think, I think for a lot of people, they don't realize. Because my program's for a year. Right. So, like, some people go for study abroad, and it's, like, four months. And I think that's a long time. It is like, a long time still, yeah. It's, like, oh, just four months. But then a whole year is, like, a full 12 months. I think um, when it's your first time, there's so much that comes at you because you're on your own. You don't have your family here. Sure. Well, I mean, some people do. Like, some people have Irish. But the majority of us have nobody here. Yeah. Um, you might not know anybody. Like, I knew no one when I arrived. Mm -hmm. Which was... It was... At first, I was like, I mean, what do I do? That can be scary. No, it is. And I don't think people realize how... Like, I guess how... Not traumatic, but... How almost traumatizing it feels. Yeah, to sure. just be... Like, you're so excited about the saying, whatever. And then you get there, and you're like, wait a second... Like, what do I do now? Like, what's my next move? Like, I don't know anybody. I, I think it's... I don't know how they can prepare for that, but I think they should offer, I guess, make it aware. Because mm -hmm. culture shock is a real thing. Yeah. Like, it's super serious. Like, it actually is a thing that... Because I, I remember we experienced that in Chile. We're like, yeah. what are we doing? And we're like, what is this? And then Why also are we like, here? <laughs> yeah, and then also we're like, uh, life is good. Yeah, this place is cool. Yeah, like the the graph that they talk about, or they show you sometimes in like culture preparation. They do it. It's like you go here, like you're yeah. on the high, 
And then you go just as low, if not lower, lower because you're like, oh, yeah, I'm a new country. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you people. Like the honeymoon phase. Yeah, pretty much. And then you go down and you're like. And that down is And down rough. can be really, really bad because you're like, nobody here actually, like, you're moved to another country, especially by yourself. Nobody actually knows you. Yeah. Like, like all your friends back home, all your family members back home. They know you, like, they know how to talk to you or handle you, or they know things that happen to you. Exactly. And then when you move somewhere new, nobody knows anything about you. You have to start all over with communicating who you are. Exactly. Figuring out how to make other people understand you. For sure. And that can be really difficult sometimes for some people, and it can feel really, really lonely. And, like, you can feel isolated, even when you're surrounded by loads of people. Yeah. Still feel so alone yeah and i don't know how necessarily you prepare for that from i guess a school's point of view mm-hmm. but i think it's just i think it'd be important just to like aware because did our program mention i remember we talked about culture shock they talk about culture shock but i think what you, i understand I what you're saying it's they i remember they showed us the graph when we were i think in chile at one point they showed when us we're in the classroom the yeah, first yeah. classroom and they talk about it, but I don't think there's enough emphasis on, like, that low point that you're going to go through. Like, yeah. how, really, how lonely, and you literally question everything, everything that you're doing. Yeah. Like, why am I here? Like, why did I do this? And it gets better. That's always a given. Like, it really does get better. It does, but and sometimes people don't see it getting better. Exactly. And it, instead of, like, putting, like pushing through it, because, believe me, you're going to grow loads. Like, yeah. you, as a, like, you will not come back the same person. Like, Eve, like it, you, just, you won't. You Like, you'll see the world differently. I, it. it even if you just go, like... Even for four months or whatever. Anywhere. Like, even though I'm in Ireland and they speak English, I already feel different compared to how I was in the U.S. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter where it is. Like, when you drop yourself somewhere completely different that you're not familiar with and you tough it out and you get through it and you have to solve things on your own, yeah, you will come back completely different, like a different, better person. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that low can be so low. Yeah that people decide ah, I'm done I'm going yeah, back home I, like I I don't want to deal do. with this yeah. and that's fine like you have to do what's best for you like in your mental mm-hmm. health but I think it would be good to like make that a uh, aware you're also you will be alone sometimes like like actually alone like, like right full on alone like you might be in a, your hotel room or even your house and you don't know that many people so you are genuinely alone for like sure. there's nobody you can just go like hey you want to get mm-hmm. coffee you don't know anybody, and the only way to actually meet people is to go and yeah. just put yourself out there and be a little butterfly. Well, I'm going to speak on that because you're a very social person. She's very mm-hmm. outgoing. Okay. So for people who, and you are in a program, but like for people who are moving and are afraid of that aspect of it, making friends and kind of building that community, what's advice that you would give to someone who is afraid or doesn't know that's like their biggest fear in terms of moving abroad and living abroad? I feel like Chile was harder to make friends. Yeah. Here, it was easier because you just reach out to mm-hmm. your classmates or like if you guys are in the same program, which if you're going to study abroad, you should do that. Reach out. It's, not, it's really not that weird. Like it sounds, you'd mm-hmm. feel weird because I feel like in the U.S., if a random person like, hey, <laughs> you want to get coffee? I'm like, who are you? Yeah. But like here, it's not weird because all of, while you feel alone, there's loads of people in the same boat as you. Exactly. So it's easy to just be like, hey, mm-hmm. do you want to go do this? Or like, that's pretty much how we all would socialize and, like, reach out. Um, but the way I've actually made friends is I just... And I know it's hard for everyone to talk, just talk to anyone, but I'm like, 
I'll just introduce myself to people and be Put like... Put yourself out there? Yeah. I'll just, and I'll just talk to them. I'll ask them questions about them, which easiest thing to do is just yeah. talk to some... When you're talking to somebody, so ask them questions about them. Like, if you get people to talk about themselves, mm-hmm. friends, they'll, like, they'll think you're great. <laughs> but you also find out so many interesting things about people because yeah. people are really interesting. They are interesting. They all have... Like, especially if you all are in the same place, like, why? Like, mm-hmm. well, how did you get here and do this? But... And Chile is so much more difficult to make friends because being in school and in a program, it's not that you automatically have friends because that's not how it is. Yeah, for sure not. You have to make them and you have to talk to them and you have to interact mm-hmm. and like ask them to go do things or if you get invited, say yes. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't really know them, just say yes. Just say yes. I promise it'll be worth it. And if it's not, well, then you know. Exactly. And you will find other people because there's loads of people. But Chile was so much more difficult because for one, I had a language barrier. Mm. And two, we were limited to uh the english teachers at first yeah and we're all from the u.s so it's easy to cling together for sure because it's comfort or speak our own language yeah but what i had to do i had to go on my own <laughs> like i just had to be sociable yeah. like i just had to i think by the end i was friends with all the english department mm-hmm. and like we all go out all the time and go do a bunch of stuff and like and i had all like the a few that i made really close friends with but it's what i had to do was just be really nice yeah. and just say hello. Like, that's how it starts. And just talk to people. I, I feel like that's more difficult sure. than it sounds. And it is. It is really scary. But most people are really nice. Yeah. Like, if somebody's rude to you because you just say, hey, how are you? Or, hey, what's up? Or just something. If they're rude to you, believe me, you are not lo- you're not losing <laughs> out on not making that friend. Yeah. So, like, but most people are really nice and they'll talk to you. But... I don't know how I, what advice I'd give to somebody that's introverted. My best advice, like what has helped them, I think. I don't know if this sounds, but by making a friend with somebody that's really sociable. I was about to say, cling to the extroverted friend. Yeah, because that's <laughs> what, it, no, it really does. Mm-hmm. So if like you have a hard time, I guess, putting yourself out there, hopefully, the odds are you'll meet an extrovert. And honestly, they'll probably reach out to you first. Hang out with them and be around them mm-hmm. and more people will come. Actually, like that's how yeah. it works. It does help. Yeah. Because that's how it worked with my group of friends. Like, it was me and one girl, and then I met some other people. Mm-hmm. Then I met some other people. So for, if you're an extrovert, obviously, mm-hmm. I think it'd be fine. Just say hello. Introduce yourself. Don't be afraid to be like, hey, you want to go to get lunch? Or what are you doing this weekend? Do you want to go on a day trip here? Or go on a hike here? Or try this new place? If you're an introvert, just pick one person. To start with, yeah, it's just nice. put yourself because you're in your out of your comfort zone anyway. Like you're you're in another country, yeah. you just move. It's already overwhelming to like yeah. have all these people kind of like yeah coming at you. But you already person. made the most. Like, you already stepped way out of your comfort exactly. zone by moving, <laughs> and I support that. That's 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 solid. Yeah, like you're already putting yourself out there. But yeah, Julie was hard because the language barrier was difficult. I think when there's a language barrier, it definitely adds an extra layer of stress. Stress is the word because. <sighs> If you're already, like, you know, introverted and you're kind of don't like social settings like that, and then you have to add that you're not fluent in that language, that's really stressful. But there's always an expat community, I feel like, in almost every country that you yeah, can find. Yeah, because we went to those meetups, okay. and we made friends that way. I mean, we didn't continue going. Yeah, but you can but meet really, like, a lot of great people. We, yeah, language exchange meetups, those were those were solid. Yeah. So, you lived in Chile, mm-hmm. lived now in Dublin, Ireland, and, of mm-hmm. course, the U.S., where we're from. How would you describe living in each place in one sentence? So for the U.S., I would say it's familiar. 
because I'm from Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> um, living in Santiago, I would say, is... I'm not really getting a sense. I'm getting, like, adjectives. Yeah, okay, that's fine, yeah. Um, for me, Santiago is growing. Mm-hmm. For sure. It, like, it was Santiago... Like, living in Santiago, for me, was, like, all about growing. And I was so out of my comfort zone. <laughs> like, it was... it was all, Yeah, it was all about growth. And, like, personally, but, like, living in the actual city, mm-hmm. it was lively and, like, wild. Yeah. <laughs> that place was wild. But it was, something's always happening. It was just completely different from Arkansas, because... Arkansas is quiet. Mm-hmm. And then Ireland. I would say living in Ireland, for me, I don't think this would correlate for other people, but for me, it's, I want to say comfortable. Okay. And, and I mean that in regards of, like, it's different from the U.S., but it's not so different that I feel like I'm in a completely different place. But, like, Santiago, I knew I was somewhere else. Yeah. Because the language... I was be like in my brain thinking like, how do you say this again? Yeah. Like they'll ask me something and I'm like, I know the answer, but I don't know if this is the right word. No, yeah, the US is familiar. Santiago is wild. <laughs> like it's growth. Like yeah. I feel like the whole time I was there, just as a person. I went through so many levels of like as a person. I felt completely different like when I came home and like even now reflect on everything that happened mm-hmm. in Chile and like my experiences there. I feel like 10 years, like <laughs> 10 levels different than yeah. who I was when I first got there. And yeah, and then Ireland, I would say it's comfortable. Mm-hmm. But in regards to, it's not so different from the US. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess that's the best way I would describe them. Like if I were to give them each one word Those for myself, I, I don't think it'd be the same for other yeah. people. Because I think if I didn't live in Santiago, mm-hmm. then I would feel completely different about this situation for and this sure. experience. Do you have any plans on, and I know the answer to this, but do you have any plans on going back to the United States? No. Not anytime soon, I don't think, because yeah. I just want to keep, because I've, I've already, I mean, I, I feel like there's a lot to discover in the U.S. Mm-hmm. still, like, I'm from Arkansas, and <laughs> <laughs> I've, like, I've traveled around the South mm-hmm. and, like, bits and part of the Midwest mm-hmm. and a little bit of the North-ish, but... I have there's a lot of parts of the U.S. I haven't experienced, or mm-hmm. a lot of big cities I've missed. And I know at one point I would like to go back and either live in a big city or something. Maybe that's a maybe. I'm not saying that's uh, <laughs> like something I feel strongly about going back for. But I just no, not. I feel like since I'm in Ireland, I would rather go from here to other places. Sure. Because also I think it's easier easier to go from here mm-hmm. to work abroad. In Europe, or yeah, if I go back to the US, I may never leave, and not because I, wa- I, I don't want to or something, but because I think it'd be harder to get a job mm-hmm. abroad from the US only because we're far away, yeah. And like right now, I'm in Europe, so I, it'd be mm-hmm. easy for me to get a job in Europe, yeah. I think. So that's the main, but no, I don't plan on going back to the US anytime <laughs> soon. Is the answer to your question, yeah? I also think you thrive abroad. Just like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like you thrive abroad. There's just some people I feel like who thrive traveling or living somewhere else and like don't thrive because maybe there's like that connection with the country that they're born in or from. No, and like, I think that you just thrive like being. No, I like who I am when I'm yeah. not home. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I definitely feel like a different person when I'm not home. Like, I'm not, like, I'm super social, but at home I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm different. I feel different. I feel, I just at home I don't feel like I can grow. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not that much, like, I've, 
gotten everything I can. Yeah. Added that, like, my at, out of home. Is there anything that you would tell someone who is either thinking about moving to Ireland for work or to go to school that you would tell them that you wish you would have known before you came? Housing. Housing, anyway. Housing. <laughs> the housing market. They do not, it's it's not emphasized enough how difficult it is. Mm. I wish somebody would have told me and I would have came like in July <laughs> so I could enjoy my time before yeah. like going and exploring more of Ireland mm-hmm. earlier. Really hard, but like, it's more, yeah, it was harder than I anticipated. How about any advice for anyone who wants to move abroad in general? Mm, just do it. Personal advice. Just do it. I 100% just do it. And also pay attention to who's telling you not to do it. Yeah. Like, there will be people who tell, like, will try to convince you that that's a bad idea or it's dumb. Pay attention to them. Like, why are they saying that? Because often, they have never done it. The people that were, before I went to Chile, I was dead set. I was like, no, nah, I'm definitely going. Like, this is going to be so cool. I've been wanting to go abroad. I want to move and live. And it, we were working, which is, I think it's cool. Sorry. But I think it was super awesome. Yeah. It's a good experience. Yeah. 10 10 recommend. But there was plenty of people t- trying to talk me out of it. Like saying, don't go, like, it's not safe there. Like, um, it's super dangerous. Like, why would you go there? Yeah. And, like, trying to convince you that you're making a bad choice. That basically you're putting yourself in massive danger. Think about those people and why they're saying that, though. Because, let's be honest, the ones that were saying it to me were ones that have never left the country. That, like, they've lived in the same place forever. From their viewpoint, they're telling you from the best from their experience, experience yeah, like sure. that's their like knowledge I guess so you can't like I'm not saying get mad at them or mm-hmm. think badly of them no but be mindful as to why they're saying that yeah for sure I would say do it I 100% think everyone should live abroad experience other cultures do something else even if you don't move abroad like just try traveling for a extended amount of time mm-hmm. I, I I think it's hard to actually get a lot from really short travel trips, especially if it's vacationy. Yeah. Like vacationy focus. I personally, I love traveling, but I like living more mm-hmm. because you experience the culture and you get to actually see what life is like in that country, and you also can experience the hardships. Like you actually can understand. But when you're just vacationing somewhere, it's different. You're just having a good time, doing focusing on you and exactly. what you want to do. You don't get the growth or the personal development or anything like that that comes with pushing yourself in that comfort zone for extended mere, like extended period of time. Just freaking just freaking do it. Just, just do, do it. it. I serious. If like you need something, this is it. Just go, please. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next one. Ciao.